State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, y'all, uh, it's me, Official Tam Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for joining us one more time. We got a guest with us for today, the fabulous Jackie Fabulous. Hey, girl. Hey, girls. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Y'all, listen, Jackie is a stand-up comedian. She's a writer. She's an actor. She's a producer and motivational speaker who has been featured on HBO's That Damn Michael Chi. Uh, Showtime, Shay. the Arsenic Chay. Sorry, show. I told you I can't fucking read. Listen, the listeners okay. know they know they know yes. where my heart at. All right, the Arsenio yes. and they know your ass can't read. Hearts. 
<laughs> Kevin Hart's LOL Network and more. And she currently has um, a new special, Menopause, on all your favorite streaming sites. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Yes. Yay. Give her a proper introduction, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, girl. We want to talk about uh, everything you've done, especially menopause. I watched it and I laughed my ass off. I was high as hell and I watched oh, nice. it and it was so good. I want, we have so many questions for you about the uh, one hour special. But Thank first, you. we want to talk to each other about, we always start our show with talking to each other about our weekend. So how was your weekend this past weekend? This past, well, today is what? Saturday? You mean last weekend? Last the weekend, weekend that passed. Out. It's Tuesday. It's right. Tuesday. You're right. Oh my God. My 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 birthday was on Friday. That's why I'm oh, like, what shit. day? Turn up. Turn ah, happy belated. <laughs> happy belated. I don't birthday. know where. Thank you. I don't know where I am. I just stopped drinking a few days ago and got back to work yesterday. You know how Monday coming? Like, all right, all right, enough of this. Back to being a professional <laughs> woman. <laughs> it's over and up. So last weekend, this past weekend was great. I was in I live in New York. So I was with my I was with my guy, you know, mm-hmm. having a wonderful, loving peaceful birthday and then i had shows a lot mm-hmm. of shows over the weekend in new york so i had a great a great blessed healthy loving weekend nice okay, that's congratulations yes. happy birthday your guy thank you hey my man my, boy. my man that. my man <laughs> <laughs> aj well how about your weekend girl i didn't do shit <laughs> should be lying She'd be lying every week. Motherfuckers be in my business. Like, I don't feel like explaining shit to an ex or explaining shit to somebody who thinks they my boyfriend. Like, I just don't feel what like the hell you, What the hell you did you gotta explain to any man? What what you do, you gotta explain shit. I'm a Gemini girl. <laughs> and I drink a lot of water, okay? Shut up. <laughs> Watermelon. A lot of water, okay? Uh, Watermelon. It's real serious over here. Drinking Watermelon. <laughs> Well, I didn't do shit this weekend, y'all. I didn't. I really didn't do nothing. I stayed in the house. I had been drinking all the whole month of July. Like I swear, I drank the whole entire. It was my birthday, July 16th, and I swear I drank the whole fucking month. I just needed detox. My liver was hurting. I was like, I'm just gonna drink water at home <laughs> and watch uh, shows. Being at home is the best, though. Sometimes. I remember being home, coming after work on a Friday night and being in my pajamas or not showering until Monday morning. Those are the best oh. weekends where you don't do nothing, like literally, and you're by yourself. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, I don't know about letting my coochie stink all weekend. Ah! But. Who said who said nothing about stinking? If you are not, if you are almost naked for two days, your vagina is getting a lot of air. I still be and sweating. You're not around anybody. This is a lone activity. That's what my sister would do. She'd come home from work Friday and only get back in the shower on Your Sunday. Your sister sell drugs. That's the type of shit drug dealers do. They be having the same clothes on from Friday to Monday. I, Let me find out Jackie sell drugs and do comedy. If you don't go nowhere, if you don't go nowhere, okay, usually Sunday I feel like, okay, I should probably shower. But I have on been like, even, uh, yeah, exactly. There have been weekends where I'm like, I don't have anything to do. I don't have any sex to have. I might as well. Why would I clean anything? I might as well be a grown man until Monday. (laughs) Why do y'all assume not everybody be funky as hell? I guess because I be funky. I be funky. Are you a sweater? I don't sweat much. I'm not a sweater. I sweat a lot. Okay. No, after after a day, I squat. I'm gonna start smelling my coochie. I got to go ahead and get in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) I squat down. I'll be like, oh, let me go get my ass in the tub. (laughs) Oh my god, you smell it. 
during the quarantine. Y'all ain't y'all ain't stay like you know chilling for a day or two, at least a day of not caring about that stuff. Ma- yeah, maybe a day, but after a day, yeah, I tell you that squat gonna hit me different. <laughs> True, and after, you're right. After a day, you do get kind of tart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But those be the best ones where you have nobody else to worry about. You just eat and watch your shows and get some work done. I love the whole weekend with not, not yeah. going anywhere. Me yeah. too. Me too. I enjoyed it. Y'all, let's get into stupid internet news. What happened this week? Listen, so based on your 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 show, let's talk about uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling explains why she wishes parents of college women would take them to freeze their eggs instead of giving them regular gifts for graduation from college. What do you think about that? I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. That egg freezing shit is. I heard 19? about that in the last. Yeah, and the what Mindy's probably saying, I want all young girls to avoid the life that I've had, where I've tried to find someone to help me have a family, and maybe you should take precautions because you know we still have the mentality of let me wait to find a man to have a baby, mm-hmm. even though it's changed now. We still have that mentality, and I guess she's like, why don't we change this this way of thinking we've had for decades? And prepare her to have babies whenever she wants, with or without a husband. She's a very, you know, she's not a millennial at all, but she's very, like, progressive of today. And today, women are freezing everything. Mm Because they're like, I'm not waiting on a dude. That's that's what it is. They're like, I'm not waiting on a man. That's the mentality. So my thing is, I do want kids, right? So I'm in my late 30s. I do want kids, a kid at this point. But... I don't want the kid without the husband. Like, I don't want, I want a family. There you go. I don't just oh, want yeah. a kid. I want a family. So if I don't get the husband, like, I'm not having kids. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I wouldn't say I really want a microwave baby. <laughs> but, yeah. Microwave you my ne- baby. You never know. You never know. I'm, yeah. I, I, turn, I, I turn 51 on Friday. And I'm of the mentality where I'm like, I would Janet adopt now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I want one now. I've gotten pretty used to a life without. But if you had caught me like three, four years ago, no, five years ago, I'd have been like, I'll, I'm, I'll do what I got to do to at least have one. Like your AJ, like at right. least one. Can I have one mm-hmm. small one? <laughs> Can I get a seven-year-old? I like seven-year-old kids. Oh, they're but- cute. They get conversations. That's why they can talk. Exactly. But yeah, at yeah. 19, are you thinking about like, for, first of all, freezing your eggs are expensive. It's not a cheap process. Mm-hmm. You got to have some yes. money. And our Six figures. 19 year olds want boob jobs. They don't want to freeze their eggs. They don't care about stuff like that. If they're going to spend their money on procedures, they're going to spend it on some old bullshit that don't really matter. Not freezing their eggs. They're not concerned with that. Or maybe they should right? sell some of their eggs. That's, that's, that's what you thing. need to do. That's, that's a common that's thing. A lot of women, I would have, should have been doing that. Women have sold their eggs. Women sell their mm-hmm. eggs. Men sell their sperm. You should, you know, mm-hmm. but then a lot of 19 year olds assume I'm going to get married and have at least four or five. Right. That's the way they think mm-hmm. they assume. And then right. you hit 25 and then 35 and you're like, God damn it. I'm almost I, 40 I and I ain't got I, any babies. I, I ain't got nothing. And I, now if I want one, I got to buy them. Right. Exactly. But at least by that time you might have the money on your own to do it. Shit. True, right. True. True. I always make jokes. I'm gonna buy me a baby next year. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to like baby next year. I don't necessarily want to be pregnant. If I do have a kid, like I would definitely have me a little microwave baby and love that little come here, little from electronic microwave baby. Yes, yeah. You know what? Who had Adrian from from um? That's the talk. Uh, what's the other one? The real. She had a a a, a surrogate baby, baby oh, boy, really? recently. Yeah, it's all on it's all online now. 
Yeah. She said five years of IVFs and struggles and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I 19 is too young. I would say by 30, if you have mm-hmm. the financial means, I would say exactly. freeze them up at 30, mm-hmm. at 30. Yeah. Not tw- yeah. 19 and 25. Don't let go of hope so early. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I definitely have me a little, call that baby whirlpool. Come here, little whirlpool. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> oh, goodness what else happened all right um, listen so safari denies being responsible for leaking his sex tapes that features <laughs> rumored girlfriend uh cambella matos matos the person who did this thing is going to pay is what he's saying so the whole twitter um, was going wild because they're trying to say his dick is not it after that video but you know the I'm past so him me too, girl. <laughs> He's always in the news for some bullshit. What does he do? For, isn't he a singer? Nigga, do you want to go make a, a song? What does he do? <laughs> right. He's always online for some bullshit. Well, he was originally Nikki's, Nikki's boyfriend. That's oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did see the video a few years ago of his, you saw his, his uh, dick pic video or dick whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, congratulations. But after that, I don't care about him. Right. right. I'm tired of seeing him. All I, I care more about how his dick is doing than how he's doing. <laughs> and apparently, 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 it ain't doing it as good as it was before because it don't even look no, like the same dick. It don't. No, he dick it like a different dick. That beautiful video from before that that was him. I assume it's him, and it was beautiful. It's no, not the it, same dick. It's a it's a Dick Gate scandal. Ooh. <laughs> that, somebody gotta do a side-by-side comparison of that video from back in the day and what's going on now because that video from back in the day was very impressive i was proud of him i might do a twitter too. conspiracy video video for that or tiktok you or something compared to dicks yeah you're like so far are you did you have an accident well i don't understand what's happening since then <laughs> i'm so tired and, and he's i saw another video he's either freestyling or rapping is it on the 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 um Charlemagne's The Breakfast Club? He's rapping online currently, right mm-hmm. now. And the, the guys listening to him rap, they're not very happy about it. I didn't <laughs> turn the volume on to hear it. But those he's freestyling in front of, their faces were like, nigga, stick to dick pics, because I don't know what this is. <laughs> he's he did have OnlyFans, so maybe that'll be his claim to fame again. Uh, what else so happened? Oh, Channing Crowder compliments. So uh, what's the name of that show? Uh, the Pivot Podcast. He uh, said that another black man was beautiful. Uh, what's the Denzel Ward? That. Is that okay for okay. another black man to call another I black loved man it. beautiful? I like it. I see it all the time. It's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. I liked it. Because, you know, I want, I want men to get rid of the they can't be vulnerable with women things. When it's really your friends you can't be vulnerable with. At what point can you not just tell your homeboy, man, you look good today? Like, why is yeah. that no homo after that? I see Stop. what you're doing. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they think no. that's gay. No, I've, I've, listened, I've heard guys compliment dudes before. Comedians. And you no, know, comedians do it. It's, it's kind of funny. But when regular guys die, they, they, they're always worried about it's gay. And I'm like, no, is he, he's attractive. You see him. You see what I see. Right. <laughs> Don't act like that. Right. It doesn't mean you want to suck his dick that you notice that he's Ooh. a good looking man, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that. that. Yeah. No, if that was the case, we'd be sucking day 20. I tell so many men all day, every day how attractive they are. I don't want to touch him. <laughs> Same I thing. Feel like, I feel like older men 
are more capable of saying that another man is good looking. It's the younger ones that are like pause, no homo. Yeah, right? oh, they'll try and hide ones. it. Be the main yeah, the young ones. guys are like the young guys are like, yeah, hey, I like that cut, dog. I like that sharp. That's they, they'll make it be about what they can the actually hair. touch. Like, right. I like your shirt. Right. I like I like your kicks. They won't say right. like you looking really good today, dog. Them brown <laughs> eyes. He was like, man, you got brown eyes, man. You beautiful, man. You beautiful. <laughs> You know what I think? I think that's, that's that's a man probably acknowledging how much women probably like him. Yeah, because guys mm-hmm. pay attention to that. They're like, "Oh, you probably get mad bitches." They don't right. say that, but they're thinking that. That's the best they'll do is you probably get mad bitches. That's the way they say. That's it. Bad. That's how they saying yeah. like you're attractive, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cute, baby. <laughs> and bitches everywhere. That's how they do it. Um, what's next, Adrian? What happened? Uh, I wanted to say RIP to Anne Heche. That was a yeah. tragedy last week. Um, she yeah. passed away. And it's really weird. Have y'all seen that video online with her popping up out, out of the body bag on the stretcher? Was that what? real footage? That was real footage. That was her? And I need a fucking yeah. explanation right now, today. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, and we just supposed to pretend like we didn't see that? Have y'all what seen happened? it? I don't know. Okay, so this video was released. It... It was released by a credible source, a um, verified account on Twitter, a news reporter. So they had like the, you know, the uh, planes flying over the, the scene of the incident where she crashed yeah. into someone's garage, big fire. They were saying she was basically dead on the scene initially. And then they said she was in um, stable condition at the hospital. But this video, I didn't see it until over the weekend. So apparently it was posted on Twitter on the 5th. But it's a video of her zipped up inside of a body bag and a white body bag. And she pops up. She pops up and the firefighter pushes her back down and they put her inside of the um, ambulance. The ambulance. It really yeah. happened it might, it in might, real life. It might, that might happen. Well, first of all, why didn't you open the bag to be like, hey, Anne, you good? Like to ask her, is she cool? Like why he just. Right. But why would you zip it up her? in the first place? They assumed she was already dead, perhaps. And then she was naked also. So she didn't have any clothes on. You could just see her no, back was bare. And uh, then they her, reported yeah. her, you know, legally dead on the 12th of August. Yeah, because the whole like, uh, disconnect, the life support, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've heard of bed bodies moving and mm-hmm. passing their bowels and all kind of stuff. And maybe the firefighter's like, look, look, babe, lay down. You already pronounced you dead. Why are you sitting up? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Yo, paperwork done already. We ready to go to lunch. <laughs> Look, we done, right here, we done sold your liver, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> Y'all, lunch, you our, shift, our shift is over soon. Lay down. <laughs> Y'all, that is that fucked is not up. funny. <laughs> Yo, I'm not making fun of her death. Her death was right. tragic and sad, and God Very. bless your family. But the firefighters' reaction where the joke come from? Not Anne. I'm sorry, Anne yeah. passed away. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I've always kind of liked her. She's a really good actor. She used to date Ellen. I'm very familiar with Anne. I'm sorry if she's gone. And I heard when she yeah. passed away, she had she had either fentanyl and some other drug. I heard she was drugged up when she had yeah, that when accident. She crashed. So but, you never know what she? someone's life is like. Or I don't know. Did you see the Did you see the video of her driving down the block? It was inevitable. Yes. That she was she was doing a neighbor. You look at your outside your window and your kids playing, and imagine a car doing a hundred past the Just- mailbox on your block. It was like that. But just yeah. like that, the black girl who right now is in trouble, the nurse, 
who killed oh, those five yeah. people California. a couple weeks ago, and she zoomed at 100 miles an hour through traffic. And the video looked like that. You just see the car zooming, zooming exactly. down in like a little uh, alleyway kind of. But it said she had 13 accidents prior, though. The one who, yeah, that one, yeah, with mental health issues, too, as well. Yeah, but 13 accidents got who the how you still got a license, right? How you still go home and tell your friends, hey, another one? They're like, bitch, give me the car keys, right? I literally have a friend like that. I literally have a yes, she has had so many car accidents. I'm like, and now she doesn't drive. Her mom helped her, helped her, uh, her son get a car, but she can't, she can't drive the car either. Yeah, she's had are, all these accidents. Some, some people, people really aim. Yeah, go ahead. Are they they drive and they live their life uh really like a scared driver. Like some people they're licensed, they drive, but they're like they're scared of the freeway, they're scared of, you know, backing up parking. A lot of people they they drive but they're not confident drivers. I you think you can I mean? tell a lot about a person. I think you can tell a lot about a person about how they drive. So One I. of my exes used to drive so fucking crazy, and that's how he was in real life. And I would be clutching the damn door and pressing the fake uh, brakes the, the whole time pep, yeah. <laughs> while he was fucking driving. <laughs> yeah. My last my last boyfriend didn't wear a seatbelt, and he didn't signal when he changed lanes. And he was just a very free-for-all, just get in the car, let's go. And he was a working man, but I'm like, I was always sitting next to him like, how you don't care about none of this? And I ain't ready. I'm not, I'm not dying. I don't give a shit if you're kicking it and you know how some guys would drive they put they did their armrest breaking yes. trying mm-hmm. you know like that, that, that's gonna work cool. like, that's, not, that's, that's not gonna help put your hand put your hand back and yeah that's down. not gonna do shit that's not gonna do shit <laughs> like you only gonna get to where you're going one minute quicker and if that 50 seconds nothing like why yeah, are you people like that relax yeah that's someone who probably takes shortcuts in life overall too someone mm-hmm. who's like i don't got time to do it the way you're supposed to i'm gonna skip around it and they fuck it absolutely up. right I don't, I don't have a fear of driving just in the rain and in the dark. That's the only, like any other time I'm pretty, I'm driving pretty fast, but when it's raining, when it's dark, it's granny for me. Uh, let's go to commercial y'all. When we get back, we're going to get into Miss Jackie. Fabulous. Hey. 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 All right. <laughs> State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training 
and an extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. y'all so miss jackie fabulous has just done a one hour special called menopause and uh it's so funny y'all i was high as hell watching it and i really enjoyed it and i had a couple questions about some of the content from the show of course so uh i wanted to talk to you about first dating outside of your race you said uh you wanted to date a white guy you were the white guy now I never have. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm engaged, and he's a very, very thorough black guy. I just, okay. I was just, I never tried. Like, I, I feel bad that when I was out there dating and trying to find whatever was meant for me, I didn't. I had a very tunnel vision. You mm-hmm. got to be, you know, I'm obsessed with black dudes. But I, and the white guys never hit on me. I've never had one flirt seriously or really try and make. I don't know what it is. I'm, I think I'm cute enough. 
mm-hmm. will suck that. I'm fantastic enough. All right, fabulous. They just, they, okay, but they just don't holler at me the way, you know, black guys. Black guys let you know, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. White guys are like, conversation forever, but no, they don't actually go to the next level of, do you want to go get something huh. to eat? Nothing. Yeah, well, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never that, have. I just had no jokes with my. It's just about me. I never tried, and I know what to do because I have so many white friends, so I know how to connect with them. Mm-hmm. But I don't really want them. Hopefully, you know, I'll never have to try. <laughs> but they probably never hollered because you know the confidence. I think black men just have a little bit more confidence, so they usually. Uh, yeah, I think they, they might want. be intimidated. Yeah, by... I always hear that, but I but I'll hang out with a white guy. This is years ago. We'll hang out tough for long, for hours. And they will never like cross the line where a black guy will give you about an hour of, and after that, exactly like, hey, hey, popping your titties up? out or whatever. Yeah, but white guys will go to every movie, a dinner. They'll they'll <laughs> hang out with you for hours, and you're like, nigga, I have a girl. What's going on? <laughs> you want to do? <laughs> but they they be shy or not, not. I'm not that type. I don't know what it is, but I wish I had tried more of the world of men before I settled down. Do you think that Just maybe it's you do you think that maybe it's the black men that intimidate them from actually approaching black women cuz I remember going to this this bar I used to frequent a lot. It was like mm-hmm. a um like a tapas little wine bar and it was owned by an Egyptian guy and he told me the reason why he never approached black women is because, you know, that thing about black men having all his dick, that's what and that's what like intimidated him. Like he wouldn't it's be able myth. to please a black woman, right? Uh, first of all, the, every black guy got is is packing is a myth. Exactly. Right. I don't know. I wish I wish we fixed this fucking rumor. It's it a myth. Be, <laughs> it might be on average they might have the biggest penis. On average, but... most of them more than often, more often than not, they're packing. And by yeah. packing, I mean above average. But are all of them gonna whip out a big nice surprise cable for you? I wish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've had so many disappointments. <laughs> and I used to be like my guy now is a is he six four, so he fulfills the stereotype. But mm-hmm. I've had tall guys prior to him where I'm like, yes. oh, he a big one. It's mm-hmm. gonna be. A, you know how many tall ones I've been like, what is this? Baby right, that Why are you so tall? It's a waste of space and air and oxygen. <laughs> you know, big feet, big my and and God rest his soul. My ex husband, he was six four. Everything about him gigantic, except except what I needed. <laughs> and I tried, but we were together for a long time, boyfriend and girlfriend. And he overcompensated the way you have to. Mm-hmm. But I but I realized when I was with him, I'm like, I probably can't be with this guy forever. So at some mm. point, I'm either going to cheat, and that's not me, or I'm going to be really unhappy and, you know, leave him. So, so wait, you married him knowing that you wouldn't? No, 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 no. Ex, 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 ex-husband. He's dead. He passed away. Okay, and, you oh, did yeah, marry I did. him. I did. I'm sorry. We were a boyfriend and girlfriend for nine years. I'm not going to turn a good man away. If it's Cause it's dick small. If the sex, if the sex is good, I'm not gonna turn you away. Uh, I've had great sex with guys with very mediocre dicks. Cause I think a big thing does not necessarily mean you're yeah, gonna be like, right. this is amazing. Exactly. Right. Not, they're not, they don't correlate where big don't mean great sex. That's there's such thing also. as like boyfriend dick. Boyfriend dick is like that nice, good, good size. Yeah. I can live with this dick forever. Exactly. You gotta at least and, have some boyfriend dick, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I had or I had plenty of orgasms, but he knew what he was doing. He was a very right. confident man, and you know, if you get a guy with a small one, but he knows what to do to make you happy in every other way, you'll be you'll be with him for as long as you can until you realize I need a dick now. Right, you're gonna cheat. <laughs> you're gonna cheat. I left before I cheated. I'm the kind of girl where I'm like, when I start feeling like I want to wander, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll. Too, the karma is too much. I'll leave. I'm like, I gotta break up. I yeah, can't that's me too. be lusting for every guy I meet because you don't make me happy. I'd rather leave you and be alone and try over again. 
Yeah, me too. I'm <laughs> <laughs> between you and Jesus. <laughs> I've never had no like uh dick where I was just like, oh, this is small, but he's so nice. <laughs> never. No? No. My ex-husband was a very caretaking big guy, smart, intelligent, funny. He had he had everything, of course. But what I needed is to hang in there. Yeah. Well, I hung in there for 10 years. We were boyfriend and girlfriend for a decade. And then we got married and then I realized I've made a mistake. Shame. So I saw you on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Are you getting married in September? Or was that a part of a joke? No, that's real. But September was not a realistic. It was too close to when I announced it. Oh, so okay. November 10th is the date. November nice. 10th is the Congratulations. Thank hey. you. Hey. <laughs> Love. What about you two? Are you two in love with anyone? Not you interviewing the interviewers. What the hell is happening? <laughs> oh, I want to know. We're talking about love. I want to know if y'all in love too. Girl, no. When you're in love, you want everybody to be in love. It's very corny. But when you're in, you're in love, you're like, everybody be in love like me. Right. I always want people to be in love. So no, I'm not. Uh, I was engaged over a year ago and I'm no okay. longer. I'm single now. So okay. I'm not outside for real, but I'm like a little bit outside. But yeah. You had the door cracked. Mm-hmm. You got the door cracked mm-hmm. open, but you ain't out, out. I'm on the porch a little bit, sitting on the stoop. <laughs> Who coming through? That type of shit. The, the bottom Jackie. step. Jackie. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she don't she don't trust you at all, AJ. She like everything this girl has is a lot. Everything. <laughs> I've been single since 2016. Okay. I've been single a minute. Now I'm ready for something real, but it just don't seem like real is been available to me. Why? I don't know. I just keep meeting. I keep liking the wrong type of nigga. I, I was about to say, it... what are you attracting? Like, what are you? Mm-hmm. What are the choices you're making? I'm just uh, liking the wrong ones, girl. My picker broke. Yeah, but the, the wrong ones are always so much fun. That's what it is. I be having fun, fun with these wrong ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, your ass probably so wronger. Fun. That's why you in there. <laughs> Look, see, I'm I'm ready to be right though. I'm ready to ah, be right. when you, when you are ready and you tell the world, the universe, you're ready. Then you, start, you see a difference, right? Hopefully, you know what I mean? yeah. we don't see. Yeah, you got to open yourself up for that stuff, man. I'm always open. Listen, I like being in love. I like it. I like starting. I, I like I like new dates. I like first dates. I like all that shit. I, uh, I, I never scared. I look at it as fun. Girls who freak out, or guys and girls too, about going. I'm like going on dates with somebody new, even if you have no plans. But it's fun. Mm-hmm. You get a meal, you get to drink, you have. I think dates are fun. You get to hang out because yep. I'm social, so I know how to make. I know how to make a guy on any date, first date, blind date, fall in love, because I know how to purse because I know how to. Make people so laugh. Fo- focused on, you know, women, what a week, but I know how to flatter the hell out of a guy and get a dick hard with conversation. Easy. That's <laughs> I told Sam the other day. I, game. I took a nigga on a, on a damn bike ride, his ass acting like he in love now, child. <laughs> if you give them what they want and, and be, you know, fun and frolic with them, that'd be like, I want to marry you. I'm like, and hey. be funny too. Shit. Right. That's it's the funny for me. They love funny. Funny yes. get that dick out. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's the thing. I don't be wanting to dick out all the time. Just laugh with me. Put your dick away, sir. Oh, that's but that's the problem when you're beautiful and a uh, personality and funny. They get they get confused. They're like, "This is we're having a great time. We should be a couple." And you're like, "That is not why I'm here." Right. No. Put your dick away, time. sir. Go away. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
I saw that uh, in your special, you said that you had almost had to go back to work. And you was like, whoo, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had left corp- a corporate environment uh, 10 years, like 2010, so 12 yeah, years ago. Yeah, I, I worked at Caltech in Pasadena, and I, I left the job because they told me to. And uh, <laughs> they fired the crap out of me. <laughs> okay. And, then, <laughs> and during, the, during the, the quarantine, you know, money got tight and... I had all these, I was on tour heavy before they told us we can't go outside. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of Zoom shows. And after a while, I'm like, I wonder, because none of us knew. We were, we were all kind of at home. Like, I don't know, what, how is my life going to be when this is over? Right. So I'm like, well, in case I can't go back to full-time entertainer, let me find, because I have many skills and all that, all that shit. And I had an interview and the lady was like, so, you know, what have you been doing in that big ass gap in my resume? And I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, the best I can. Chilling, what, I, what I gotta do exactly what i gotta do trying to try to be in the in denial you know having a good time having way too much sex not focus on work ma'am you want me to tell you that? so you didn't get the job i'm assuming <laughs> no she was a black lady too and you i was making her laugh at the interview and i'm like in my head i was like she having a great time i ain't gonna get this job <laughs> <laughs> Because she, she was kind of like, you're so funny. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I let too much of the skill out. Now she's like, you can't work yet, bitch. You're not going to do nothing. Right. She was right. <laughs> <laughs> was right. I'm a, I, I go to job to have fun, not to work. Yeah, me too. That's why I don't need to work in nobody corporate office. Me now. either. The <laughs> last time I had a job, oh, my God. I'm sitting like, why the fuck am I here? Why the fuck <laughs> am I here? Like, I knew. <laughs> Deep down in my soul, this shit is not for me. Like, I know this is not for me. A life of working and shit, that is shit is not for me. You know, <laughs> what's funny, too, the reason why I really didn't want the job is because it was at the Getty. Was it the Getty Museum in L.A.? Mm-hmm. And you, you got to park your car in one place and take a train tram to the actual office. All of, And I'm like, on an interview, I said to her, so... Is my car, does my car have to stay in the parking complex? Because I got, I got to take a train from there to the desk, scared. She's like, yeah. And my thought was, if I can't get to my car for either taking naps, auditions, <laughs> escaping, whatever, smoking I weed. can't work here. <laughs> okay, Zach, smoking weed, fucking, you don't know what I want to do. And she's like, no, the car is kept over there. I'm like, in my head, like, bitch, I can't work here. I'm not about to be trapped for you. <laughs> I want to know I be named my vehicle. Are you out of your mind? So that was my thing. I was like, no, no, no. Cars where? No. <laughs> that means I got to be at my desk all the time. I don't. I ain't done that since the nineties. <laughs> Uh, what made oh, you, you get into comedy? Oh, that's what I was about to ask her. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah. Boredom, just for fun. <laughs> just I, I worked at some place in um in LA, and my girlfriends worked at the job, and everyone there was an actor, so I was the only one who was like, "What's that?" Oh, but I was the funny girl, and they told me try this class. I took a writing class and performed at the improv, and mm-hmm. my friends, my friends told me to stick with it. To be honest, mm-hmm. they were like, "You're funny. You need to figure this out." So that, it was that why I did it after work for years until 2010 when I got fired, but. For fun. No career mm-hmm. aspirations. Didn't know you could be doing this. I, I lived in the Bronx. And, you know, when you're from a small town in any state, it always feels like a small town mentality. Like, how do you get out of here to do this? You didn't know mm-hmm. you could. So right. I did it for work with no goals. And that's how it turned out to be like, oh, I could probably make a living and buy a house with this. Who knew? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, I saw some of your clips uh, from America's Got Talent. How in the yeah. hell you end up on there? I didn't even know they had comedians on shows like that. Oh, the I time. Did oh not yeah, know. now. Yeah. Yes. 
How? Well, living in LA, everybody, everyone in LA, entertainment wise, that had made the, the the decisions, they know who all the comics are. Mm-hmm. So at, when the show came on every year, they were like, "You want to try it now?" And for years, I was like, "Nah, not my thing. I don't do reality TV." And then finally, I was like, "I need exposure and I need to work. So let me try." Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I did it with a whole like, let's just have fun. And, of and course, it was I good. Being, you did great. Yeah, because I didn't do it with a whole like, I gotta win because ain't nobody gonna win against fucking uh, poodles and camels and opera singers <laughs> and little kids and shit, all kind of shit going on. I'm like, who? How would a comedian win over this? Right. So I did it to help me get work. That's that's what that's why I did it. And here we are, right? Known. And here we is. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I saw that you said that uh, you moved back to the Bronx, back home, and yep. you were living with your mother. What I was that ne- like? I I never intended. I lived in L.A. for 20 years. And I, when I decided to move back, nothing bad happened. Nobody died. Thank you, God. I was just bored. I wasn't booking. I was auditioning like crazy, not getting shit. So I'm like, let me try this, a change. I moved back to New York, October 2020, fully intending to live in L.A. and New York, have that lifestyle. But... COVID was like, what are you doing? So I had to move back into the home that I own in New York with my mom, my mother and father, the childhood mm-hmm. house I grew up in. And I haven't tried to find a place until like now I'm really trying. Like during, I should have moved like when everybody was dying. Because mm-hmm. the rent was like three bedroom, <laughs> 1500 And now they're like three bedroom, five grand. Nigga, right. What? I will, I will bury my mom. We'll live together. Have matching <laughs> plots. I will never move. I'm not paying right. five grand rent. Yeah, so I don't understand why moved, people still live in New York. What the hell? I I know, I know, and I New York right now. People left New York and they left Cali for everywhere else because now you with the, with this you don't have to live anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can live wherever you can where you mm-hmm. where you're comfortable where you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I live in the Bronx because I just you know had to, and now that we're allowed to live our lives again, I'm looking for a place with you know I'm and I know whether I want to buy. There's nothing to buy. If I wanted to buy, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing exists bought in up. New York State. The corporations got shit sold up, Chad. I know they are. They're investing all, and now we can, regular folks can't buy because they want to hold up all these investment mm-hmm. properties. It's fucked up right now. So yeah, my next step in like every day for me is a mystery. I have no idea what's gonna happen day to day. You better move it's to great. the mecca. You better move to the mecca of uh, of Atlanta. <laughs> There's no room for me. If one I know to move to Atlanta, <laughs> it's gonna fall apart. It's gonna fall apart. <laughs> they fold. There's no. There's nowhere to go there. And I thought about it because I want to be around my people. But I'm like, where? And right. the crime, uh, guys, y'all crime stories are making me cry daily. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. So, now, you said you said you wanted to do heroin, like living with your mama. Is that like two grown women <laughs> in the same house? You know, you know what it is? I haven't lived at home for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So my mom don't know. The, y'all don't the, know the each other. Who, Yes, she don't know me. She don't know mm-hmm. that I like scotch at night and I smoke weed socially. She don't know any of this. So when I move back home and she's like, I'm going to the kitchen. She's on the couch on TV and she hears me in the kitchen. And she can tell when I'm pouring Kool-Aid or pouring Pepsi or pouring real shit. She can tell by the sound of the, of the liquid hitting the glass <laughs> that I'm drinking again. And I was like, and she finally started to ask me, like, Jackie, it's not even noon. And I'm like, Mommy, I am whatever, 48, 9, 50. You lucky I'm not doing coke in front of you. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to realize when you move back home, your family don't know you at all. Girl, mm-hmm. who you tell? I'm in my bedroom okay. trying to smoke a joint secretly. <laughs> and, and, my, and my mom's in the bathroom. What's that smell? Jackie, what's what are you doing? You smell you smell smoke? And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> now your mom is Jamaican. She know what you smell. What you smoke? Yeah, no, but she in denial. I want to be like, bitch, you know what it is. <laughs> I'm in here watching HGTV in my itty bitty bedroom. Of course, I'm hot. Right, trying to gotta escape. Okay. So technically, how long have you been doing comedy then? It'll be 17 years. In oh, September. wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've been, been at this. Yeah. Been at this uh, grinding. But in the last, since I moved, left LA to come to New York, a lot of the things I've had on my vision board list have happened. Mm. Like, all I did was make a change. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to pack your shit and try something different. And as I have moved back to New York, the bookings I wasn't getting are happening. The special, the tour, the Fallon. One after the other, because I, I was in LA and bored and like, how can I get my career to move? Mm-hmm. And then I move. And that's how things mm. are way better now than it used to be. Thank God. What advice would you have for like some young people, young women, especially because comedy is a male dominated industry. So, what advice would you have for young women trying <coughs> to get out there in that world? You got to have thick skin because these comics, whatever race they are, they will say things around you, in front of you and to you. They'll make you be like, where is HR? And they're like, bitch, there ain't no HR. So <laughs> you got to get some thick skin because they're going to try you. They're going to uh, challenge you. They're going to hit on you. It's all, you got to be comfortable being a woman who knows who she is and what she wants. And and treat men like your colleagues. Not like, you know, I'm a girl and all these boys. Be like, hey, we doing this. We all doing this together. We fam. And mm-hmm. that makes men respect you. When you right. act like, hey, I'm one of y'all. Ain't nobody fucking, ain't nobody stealing, ain't nobody whatever. We in this together. And when they get that idea, you know, and, and I'm one of those where I don't, I don't get this shared a lot, but I'm like, and if you are a woman in comedy and you want to start the business, this whole thing of, you know, don't date comics, don't whatever. I'm like, I'm a woman. I look at these male comics as men first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and if you're a grown up, you should be able to do date and whatever, whoever you want and not have drama. Exactly. So if you're a female wants to be in the world of comedy, have thick skin, know how to make your own decisions, ignore the opinions and the veterans' opinions of it, it doesn't apply to your life. Know what to take and to apply to you and what to be like, hey, that's you, dog, but this is my this is my world. And focus on the funny because you are going to be objectified, discriminated against. All things are going to happen to you. And if you are one to break down with the first or second or eleventh you know, whatever, you're not going to make it. You got to have thick skin. You got to be a bad bitch to do this. What about when you happen to have to smack somebody right quick? <laughs> what do you mean? Like literally? <laughs> have to smack another comedian? <laughs> you know what? For some reason, or maybe I know the reason, I don't attract that kind of attention. I do attract people who are supportive and respectful because I am that way. Mm-hmm. And people know that, I think they know low key, like I'm from the Bronx. I'm not really, I'm not a pussy. But I'm All also, right. I don't, but I don't, I don't get challenged. I don't do the challenging. I'm here in this for fun. I want to mm-hmm. make money, make you make ladies laugh, buy myself a house, marry my fiance. I just want the simple, you know, luxuries. So nobody's test me because, you know, they don't feel like they need to. And if they did, I'm, I'm prepared. Now you told one joke and you was like, in my twenties and thirties, if someone said, hey, you got to suck a dick to get ahead, you would have been like, no, I'm a woman of integrity. And then you said, now, you would be dick like, is it? well, whose dick is it? Whose dick is it? <laughs> whose dick is it, though? <laughs> so my question is, have you sucked any dick to get ahead? No. Not one. I did. I did fool around with one thinking that it would help. 
And when it was done, he said, girl, you bet on the wrong horse. I have no power. <laughs> Damn. He was a friend of mine. He is a friend. So it wasn't like, suck this, get a movie. It was uh, somebody who was more advanced than me in this world. And we were friends and hanging out. And one thing led to another. And after it was over, I'm like, so... He was like, I ain't got no help. I can't help you. I need help. I need help a goddamn self. <laughs> this is like a decade ago. But I have never, I've never even, and I'm not going to lie. Part of me is like, I wish I had been offered. Nobody even offered me nothing. Oh, I never happened. I'm like, maybe. I'm like, I am grown. Don't assume that I'm going to be like, oh, I'm so offended. I'm going to sue you. I'm like, hey, what movie is it? Let's <laughs> What's up? That's why, like, I, I, again, I don't want to correlate the two, but I've met people with power and I've been, you know, part of me is like, I mean, if we're both single or we can keep this quiet, you, you never know. But <laughs> I never have. And was I I was open maybe if it was a really good opportunity, but now no one ever no one ever hollers at me that way. They know they're gonna get a no. <laughs> I did have one I had one I remember he was playing around. He he was a producer on some TV show, a popular one. And I was like, hey, why don't you I had and he gave me a role on it, a real quick speaking role. And then he was like, uh, I'm like, hey, how about a regular? I want to be on it all the time. He's like, well, you, how about a hand job? And That's I'm it. like, he was, yeah. I was like, and I said to him, I was like, first of all, I'm not saying no, but I need to sign the contract, get a call time, and actually get the deal done. And then I'll do it. I'm not going to give you a hand job in the back of this fucking car and I leave here and nothing happens. Right. You'll yeah. Know. I need a contract signed and the agents involved and close the deal. And now I'll be like, All right, I'll, I'll he was a nice creep. He just asked for a hand job. Hand job. And I was like, ah, <laughs> the way he asked for it was so like whack. I was like, ah, could you have some more swagger with that? I'd have done it. <laughs> but did he, he get like, you a role? Did he get no, you a role? No, no, no. Nothing ever happened. Okay. I said no. He was like, all right. And no, I, I, we weren't really serious because we were friends. But mm-hmm. even though part of him was like 5%, like, would you? Nah, you know these <laughs> niggas. They definitely have you. Low key serious mm-hmm. all the time. With a laugh. <laughs> with everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they giggle it off, and then they're like, "Oh, I was kidding, no, nigga, you weren't." That's you why. Weren't. That's why your man don't ever want you to have guy as guys as friends. <laughs> uh, girl, he's so jealous. But I've learned how to maneuver. I know how to get around that. I just lie to him now. It's easy. <laughs> I used to be. I used to be an honesty girl. My ex husband. I told him everything in the courtship part in the beginning. When I tell you that all that shit came back and bit me in the ass. I ain't telling yeah. a nigga nothing ever again. I'm like, you how, are the How was it biting you in the ass? How was it? Because the first one, when I told him everything, he used it against me in arguments. Mm-hmm. And that was part of why we got divorced. That that was mm-hmm. the part of our demise. So that's this one. Yeah. Stop oh, owning see, up to that. Healthy. If you Stop want love, you got to fix that. that. I used to do that. I don't okay. do that anymore. No, it's, it's, but it's you weren't you. So, but don't assign that to yourself. You probably did it before, but yeah, that's like that. That was a characteristic of yours. Yeah, don't I didn't say that. that like all the time. Yeah. Okay, no, I did that. But I've done that. You've done it. You've yes, done it. I believe yeah. everyone's done it. But in the way they try to make it like women just always throwing up men's vulnerabilities in their faces is not true. I've men never too, been apparently. with a man. I've never been with a man who didn't. You tell them some shit in the Ooh. midst of an argument, they saying that craziest shit back to you, like, yep, crazy. And it's, and to it's, win the it's, argument, it like what? Living, like what you about that I mean? time where on Friday you came home from work and didn't wash your pussy again till Monday morning? <laughs> <laughs> you still ate it though, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> ate that 
shit like what is what Beyonce said? Eat that shit like maestro. <laughs> yeah, because they little nasty ass like that. Like they'll be licking your okay. sweat. They want it from the gym. Just nasty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come fresh out, coming out, be out all day. I'm like, yes. Get in the shower. Nah, let me get it. Now. Yes, like don't touch me. I feel clammy. They want it, girl. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just, I just figure, and then down. I'm not sure whether this is the healthy answer to it, but I just don't tell him my current anymore it's just I, I rather not deal with it because i think that most men when they really when the men fall in love in my opinion they fall in love really fucking hard yes they do so the idea of you in the past even if he's a healthy guy mentally he's still like ah so i told this guy when we started getting serious i'm like look whatever i did before you is none of your business period i'm not gonna discuss it ain't gonna hold it against me if we come across a dude that i whatever in the past I'm going to let you know, maybe, or I may not, but it's nothing to do with you. Right. And I'm, now I got to be gangster because my last relationship, he fucking, he hated the fact that I had a life before him and during him. And what was this that's why, Yeah, we we didn't. Oh, Aries. Both of them Aries. The uh, ex-husband Aries and his new husband's Aries. So they're both a little bit psycho to me. I got I to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to figure it out yet. Is it okay <laughs> for him to have female friends? Ooh. Uh-uh. Come on, come I on, Leo. That before. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. My current fiance, he's so fine that I'm a little. I I probably would be jealous about it. I'm not. I'm 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 not a jealous person where you can't live your life. But I've he's he likes to walk around with a tank top and he's real tall. He's a good looking. But it's dude, a little so bit more understanding when they find right. It's when you like lower your standards for a nigga and he still do low shit. Like if you find, you like, how dare you? <laughs> right. <laughs> But if you dare find... your ugly ass have friends that are women. Oh <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, when he's fine, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if like, you can have. I, I gotta know her and be around them. You can't like, and that's another thing I had to change. I had to change how I handle my friendship with men because I prior to him, I was kind of like, I'll do what I want to do, hang out with who I want to hang out. But now I really care about this guy's feelings. Mm-hmm. So my text messages have just gotten appropriate, like in the last week. If you were to go through my phone, you'd be proud of me. You're like, you are really grown up now. There's no, there's no you up. There's no happy birthday. There's no hey, congrats. All of that with guys I talked before, all gone. Or at least they're too, they're too far down the scroll. You can't get them anymore. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be like my ex, and this nigga was all the way back in my goddamn Facebook to 20, 2009. I didn't even know he existed at the time. Every now and then they'll go. Shit. Mm-hmm. They'll snoop and they will ask you questions. And I'm like, how the hell? Where you get that question from? How do you know about that? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're snooping. But they're too dumb to hide it well. They don't hide the snooping. And well. they don't want they, they they don't want you to know that they actually snoop, but men snoop. Dumb niggas no, they snoop. They look they look through all your shit. I see mm-hmm. I see him over my shoulder. He's six four, I'm five four. I'll be on my phone and I can feel his fucking breath. Like right here, just like <laughs> Trying to look and not look, they're the nosiest. And I, like I'm very good at not being nosy anymore because I feel like when you search and snoop, you find, you find everything every time. Mm-hmm. You every find, time. you find a family in Virginia when you snoop. Look, I don't look <laughs> until I'm ready to leave. When I, when I, when I'm ready to leave yes! your ass, nigga, I'm going through all your shit looking for a reason, and I'm a exactly. pile up. <laughs> but when you gonna find, I don't want to read or find out or look about look for nothing. Exactly. Nigga, do but you? But when I'm ready, like, I'm like you. I'm like, I'm getting bored with this guy. Let's see what he's doing on Wednesday. <laughs> Who's it? <laughs> I'm the same way. I'll look for it. I'll look for incriminating evidence. <laughs> How did you come up with the name Menopause? 
I was doing a show in Rhode Island and I was having a hot flash on stage, sweating and stuff. Mm. I told the audience, hey, just so you guys know, I may get undressed. Congratulations. You're welcome. Because I, I have sweats. And this mm-hmm. guy in the back started clapping. And I said, why in the hell are you clapping? And he said, I'm, I'm giving you men applause. Uh, so, I said, nice. so I said, I am taking that name and not giving you a goddamn dime. <laughs> <laughs> And since then, I'm like, oh, the cool names. Cute. That was nice. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking to women who are like, we're a little bit younger, but we ain't that far from menopause. Mm-hmm. What is that like? I don't, well, this is my first time probably admitting it, but I haven't had my period now in about well over a year. Mm. So I think my body is probably in the next phase of life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's uh, it, there's no way to to compare it because there's no comparison. Everybody's body is different. You might have hot flashes. You might have nothing. You might have vaginal dryness. You might be normalized. Thank God, all I have are hot flashes and sweat a little bit. My vagina is still very much 25. Thank you, hey. Jesus. Hey. Hey. And um, so it's really there's no way to predict what will happen to you. It depends on your diet. Like if you're somebody who drinks a lot, you make up. When you drink alcohol, it makes it worse. And I keep forgetting, you know, I'll have a, a full glass of wine and then have my name announced and then get on stage and be like, why do I feel faint? So I'll be forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> Going through the changes. Okay. So it's, it, it, your, your diet helps. There are ways to, con- to fix it or to manage it. But I really, I'm still learning. I'm new to it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not on any kind of drugs or prescriptions. I don't want to be. So I, I got to look for the natural remedy. But so far, yeah. all I'm doing is suffering. But playing natural ways to, to fix the you don't do any supplements. No supplements. Nothing. Either. I do vitamins and hair pills. That's it. I need to look. <laughs> I need to try harder. <laughs> I'm not trying because it, it doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. More, more. More. honesty. I have lost weight with the sweating all the time, and maybe I'm low key happy with it because <laughs> I sweat a lot. And not in a way where it's gross, but, you know, my clothes are looser. Right. Because I sweat at night under the sheets, whatever. And I'm also, and that's water being lost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my jewelry is looser. So I think I want to, like, wait till I'm down more, 10 more pounds, then I'll get some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 25 pounds, I'm going to look for something. Until then, I'm going to sweat it out. All right, well, let me tell you, you can't be uh, leaving that pussy unclean for the whole weekend if you sweat like that. Oh, you know, well, I, I really have more clothes. You said the whole week, it'd be one day. And, and, and he don't be showering either. It'd be me and him funky together. That's love right there. That's, That's real love. love. <laughs> Which one of us think don't matter, baby? We love each other. Let's do it. Turn around and put your head in the pillow. <laughs> And stop all this talking. <laughs> y'all, y'all, we're going to uh, head to break right quick. When we come back, we're going to see if Jackie has a dumb bitch story for us. Okay. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. 
along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Dumb bitch story. so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. All right, so we have this segment. It's called Dumb Bitch Story, and um, it's where you or one of us share a time where we got played by a man, typically, like where you were a dumb bitch for a guy. Oh, God. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this story is so embarrassing. But I was, I was beyond livid. But I was, I was a dumb bitch. Ooh, I was dumb. Okay. Um. Whew, I'm trying to figure out how can I tell the story and not incriminate who it is, who who's in the story with me. Ooh, girl, uh, incriminate his ass. No, no, he, <laughs> he deserves it, but I won't bother. I, I went on a trip with a guy and we were we were only friends stayed mm-hmm. in two different rooms and when we got there he kind of disappeared because he originally i guess he had let a girl know 
who lived in the state and you was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So he was in his room. I remember I heard him in his room through the wall mm-hmm. fucking the girl that he went there to go, that he arranged to visit when he came to the state. And it was just me just being mad. Like, why would you, we're not a couple. So you ain't got to do a whole bunch of hiding. But in his mind, it's for him, it was better for him to just be deceitful and hide rather than be like, hey, Jackie, I'm going to go. But I got this girl waiting for me. I'd have been like, hey, cool. You know, that's how we get down. But I I heard them through the wall fucking. I lost my shit, tried to. And I heard her sneak out the door that they were in adjoining rooms. And I opened the, the hotel room door with the intention of going out there to kill her, to murder her, him, everyone on that floor. But you know that you know that that the wall lock on the hotel door that if you don't move it aside you mm-hmm. can't open the door. I was like ah! But I had that lock there and I was too mad to move the lock open. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the weekend I was like, you are a piece of shit. But I but I'm the dumb. I should not have gone because I'm lying in that I had feeling for this guy. I lied to him so I didn't. I wanted to go on this trip and make it a romantic, knowing God full well he cannot do that, does not want to. But I went on this trip thinking that he would change and we'd become this couple, or or at least couple for the weekend. But instead, we went, got on a plane, went to the state. He found the girl, fucked her in the adjoining room. I heard the whole thing. I tried to kill him and her. He was like, why are you mad? And from that point on, I was kind of like, realizing that was my that was my last real 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 dumb bitch moment and that was only it might have been five years ago it wasn't that long ago mm-hmm. so yeah that was my dumb bitch moment getting on an airplane with a guy who did not want me thinking he would when we got there that's dumb and then you know that was my last example of extra dumb bitch behavior so were you and this guy intimate at all before y'all went on this trip we were fuck buddies Okay, that's what I wanted See, to understand. Yeah, like okay. no, he I, was, I, I, no, I was trying to understand what a feeling. I didn't came get it right from. back. We were fuck yes. buddies for a long time. Reliable, good fuck buddy. Friendship first, fucking every now and then. So we had this trip, and I'm like, well, we're gonna go on this trip and be this. this we're gonna fuck our lives away and have a great time. But he was like, I'm gonna go on this trip. I'm gonna fuck you too. I'm gonna fuck her, and I'm gonna fuck her. I'm gonna find her. He, he had time. So to did y'all fuck on the trip at all? No, no, no. It was complete drama. Me, like, I want, I, w- I wish you would die. It was the worst. Well, I feel like he was wrong. Why would, if you have intentions to fuck somebody else, don't bring your fuck buddy. Like, I feel like he was wrong for that. He was wrong. He was, I was wrong. I was dumb and he was wrong. It was all a cluster from beginning to end. The whole thing was a mess. You know, I mm. should have realized, Jackie, this guy is fuck buddy in LA. Leave him there. Mm-hmm. Don't get on the airplane with the fuck buddy because there's no commitment. There's no respect, you know, when we get there. You never have the talk because we're fuck buddies. You don't really have to have a talk when you're a fuck buddy. But I realized you got to have a talk with everybody. Yeah. You got to have open communication is how you have success in romance, commitment, sexual only, you know, fuck buddy friend. You got to have communicate so you know where you're, so you're on the same page. Right. So yeah. y'all, y'all did go like 50 50 on this trip, right? You ain't paid for no hotel room for him to fuck. No, no, I, yeah. Well, I didn't okay. pay for nothing. <laughs> okay. No. Oh, so like he. It. It, it was a work trip, so it, we we earned money while we were there. Okay. We got paid okay. to be there. Okay, that's kind of. But I but I chose him because I was the headliner, thinking, okay, I'll bring him. He's amazingly funny, but he's a prick. Mm, so that's what interesting. happened. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you out the show, my nigga. You he's ain't like, coming on stage, my nigga. <laughs> no, he Period. did the show. He was mediocre because he was an asshole. The owner was like, "Your friend is." He has an attitude. He's not a really nice guy, but he's funny, and that's all that matters. But it's over. 
I learned from that point on. I ain't talked to him or seen him pretty much since then. It's kind of, you know, severed our friendship and we're not cool anymore because of that. Right. And I'm like, why did he fuck it up? It was going so well. Mm-hmm. That's what I that, that's why I'm more mad. I'm more mad that we had a cool fuck buddy thing and it was fun for years. It had no reason to end, but because he's a dick, it ended. Let me tell you why it ended. Because you wouldn't why? be with your fiance right now if you were still fucking your fuck buddy. Ooh, look at you. That's Jesus. That's great. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe you. If yep. I didn't have to learn to let that guy go through painful experiences, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, okay, maybe I'm ready for actual respect and love now. And right. I have yep. that now. So you got to go through a lot of frogs. To get your prince. You don't have to. to get we, the be choo- we be choosing. You don't have to. We be choosing. Well, sometimes you got to learn get the, the rough lesson. You got to go that through any That shit be feeling frog. so good sometimes, ain't it? The hurt. We feel it so good sometimes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the pain. <laughs> and then, and you know what? I'm going to be real with you because I'm all about truth now. I did fuck him again after that weekend. I know mm-hmm. you did. We know you did. Shut up. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we knew it's never, the dumb bitch story is never over at the end <laughs> of the story. <laughs> at the end of the story. <laughs> dumb bitch, et cetera. <laughs> Like, like, we give y'all some dumb bitch grace for the next it's, six months afterwards. Okay. <laughs> right. But, I, but I don't feel any shame, really. I was kind of like, hey, I was making decisions based on my. I, I believe that you make decisions based on where you are, self esteem wise, in your life. Period. I always say and at that point, I felt low and hungry and thirsty, and I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever, please, anything. Mm-hmm. And I picked him because I was there. Mm-hmm. I would never. I wouldn't consider it now at all. But you, you want you date where you are. Exactly. You date where yep. you are. Whatever date means to you, you date where you are. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you feeling like you the shit, them niggas could never see your pussy. Right. No. Y'all just get a vibrator. Get one exactly. of the rechargeable I don't, ones. I don't, I don't even want to be hugging that when I feel like I'm the shit. I'm like, hey, fist pump it out. <laughs> right. Monkey pox. Stand back. That's why I was telling niggas all weekend. Any nigga try to dab me or hug me, monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, boo. <laughs> That's all I got for you, nigga. You gotta get a nigga <laughs> the elbow. What's up? Ah! <laughs> you can't even touch my elbow, nigga. No, Monkey you, pop. If you want to keep it cold, like that, hey. <laughs> and walk it up, hey. Salute. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> but don't touch me. Right. <laughs> don't touch me, motherfucker. Don't touch me. <laughs> Jackie Fabulous, tell everybody where they can find your one-hour special and everything that you're doing. Uh, go to my website, JackieFabulous.com. I'll lead you to my, my comedy special, Menopause, and comedy album is also called Menopause. They're both out on my website. You can get it everywhere. So go to JackieFabulous.com. It'll lead you to the world of me. My next my show day's coming up. Uh, the album, the special, I'll be at the DC Comedy Law, September 1st or the 3rd. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really it. I had fun, lady. I rarely get to do these with, with black women. I miss you. <laughs> White folks always you. want me on their podcast. I want more podcasts like this. Yes, come back then. Yeah, Did you tell me? I want some black people. Oh, yeah. And she's at Jackie Fabulous on Instagram. I don't know if you told her that. Yeah, yes. so y'all follow yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you ever coming down to Charlotte or Charleston? We need to come see you. I did. I did the comedy house before COVID. Oh, okay. Is that South Carolina? Where is it? Oh, that's, that's Columbia, South Carolina, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, I was there, but I'm I'm touring. The tour days are coming up because, you know, the special whatever and things uh, coming up in the future. So I'll be on tour more. But I want the South and Black folks, I've been doing more of that and I love it and I want more. So 
Yeah, because they're gonna have a they gonna have a grill outside the comedy house with yep. ribs and shit and chicken. That <laughs> <laughs> was fun. I loved it there when I was there. So I look forward to more. Yes, yes we appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> come back and see us, okay? We want Anytime, to come back ladies. Thank you. I had a great time. I love this honest discussion. Yeah. Now I hope I don't get in trouble after all this. Yeah, just don't, <laughs> tell your nigga don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'd be like, he'd be like, where can I? Hear? I'm like, nowhere. I don't mind at all. Nowhere, I'm nigga. Nowhere. I'm here in front of you right now. Don't, don't you log on to shit. <laughs> Look, my my next nigga got to be able to deal with this shit. Listen, I yeah. ain't explaining a motherfucking thing, okay? You, you know you what? It or you though? ain't. My guy's not. He's not on social media. That's why I'm marrying him. You know, we don't. But he don't like all this stuff. Mm. When you get a guy who's like, I don't do that. I'm like, oh, come here. We're a couple now. <laughs> but then I, I, I don't like people who don't have a blue, like a little footprint online. Now I need to be able to see what the fuck you got going on, how you interact a little bit. Some of these, some people really don't want to do it though. And, right. and when I meet that, I get it. I understand why. Like I kind of respect it. I can't do it now, but right. you know, when men right. are off, cause you know, if I'm, if I'm jealous and he's fine, say the fuck off of Instagram. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real. Facts. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Listen, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagram. Keep sending them dumb bitch stories. All right. So Jackie gave us a great one today. We know y'all got them in the bucket. All right. Hit us up at WeTalkBackPOD at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's official Tam Bam on Instagram. Y'all, please follow me. Also, send us your um, Ask a Black Friend questions. We always enjoy those. So, y'all send those in. And, y'all, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, as always. And remember to speak now. And never hold your motherfucking peace. Deuces. Bye. You know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems 
may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.